0: And welcome to the Daily Gator, Daily Thought Podcast. I am Doug Hagan. I wake up and I'm still the same guy every day. And I do it for you people. That's why I stay myself. You're welcome, America. Now, let's start off here. Got three things to talk about today. Let's go to real clear investigations. Now, maybe you're thinking about buying a uh, an e-vehicle electric car if you're like me, you're thinking, no, I'm not going to because I can't afford it. Uh, but there's other reasons. They're more expensive than, than a regular car. Uh, and that's sad. But again, rich people have to get richer. Uh, but uh, Ash- Ashley Nunez, he is a Harvard Law researcher. And he says when people ask him about buying a Tesla, Uh, He answers, if you care about the environment, keep your Kia, he says. uh, He can be found at ashleynunez.com. And he did some, uh, back in October, end of October, he did a piece on the states that are outlawing in the future pretty soon. They'll be banning uh, new cars that are not electric. Uh, California, New York, and some other states. He writes, they have moved to phase out the sale of gasoline-powered cars. Public officials routinely echo the Biden administration's claim that electric vehicles are zero emissions. They're not. No vehicle is zero emissions. If you ride a horse, you know anything about horses, trust me, they have emissions. And you don't want to be on the wrong side of the horse when some of those emissions happen. Because a horse is, you know, they're a big animal. They run fast, look beautiful, and they're they're very smart. But when they gotta go, when they gotta let one rip, baby, they're letting it rip, and they might as well be winning the Kentucky Derby when they do it. Uh, but there is no zero emission vehicle, Mister Nunez tells us, and the claim that e cars, electric vehicles, can significantly mitigate the effects of climate change. Yes, I'm doing air quotes when I say that. Car and energy experts, however, so people actually know about energy and cars. Imagine going to experts to, you know, if if something bad happens and you need, uh, I don't know, let's say uh, your house burns down. Who are you going to go when you need to, well, call your insurance, obviously, but You're going to go to somebody who builds homes or can repair a home, whatever the damage level is. You're not going to call a dentist and say, hey, you're a dentist. I really hear you care about home care costs. Can you build me a new home? No, of course not. But the car and energy experts say there is no such thing as zero emission vehicle. You 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 see, you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth. There is no such thing as a zero-emission vehicle. For now, and the foreseeable future, the energy required to manufacture and power electric cars will leave a sizable... Al Gore, shut your ears. If you run away to the other room, I'm going to say the two words. You're going to have a sizable carbon footprint. By the way, have you seen the home Al Gore lives in? He's got a Sasquatch-sized carbon footprint, folks, and he's, he's browbeating you. Uh, the energy required to manufacture and power electric, electric cars will leave a, again, sizable carbon footprint. In some cases, hybrids uh, can be cleaner alternatives in states that depend on coal to generate electricity. Of course, Joel, uh, coal is also evil. Electricity evil. Gas evil. Fuel Evil fracking, evil, everything must be electric. Sure, that's going to work out for nobody. Except some rich people, of course. And some suggest it may be too rash to write off all internal combustion vehicles yet. I mean, it's only been the most successful kind of engine in the history of engines. As far as mass production, powering cars, getting you know, really incredible inventions. Al Gore's been uh, been talking about how evil internal combustion engines are. The, it's the death of mankind or something he said years ago. Um, I have a friend who drives a Kia. Had, uh, he's had for about 15 years, said Ashley Nunez. Again, a research fellow at Harvard Law School. He asked me about it and he said, I'm thinking about buying a Tesla. What do you think? I said, if you care about the environment, keep the Kia. Nunez's advice points to the subtle complexities and numerous variables that challenge the reassuringly simple yet overstated promise of electric vehicles. Few dispute that the complete transition to EV powered by cleaner electricity from renewable energies will have a less dire environmental impact than today's gas powered automotive fleet. But, and you know what, it's like videos with hot girls in them, there's always plenty of buts. But that low-carbon landscape exists on a distant horizon that's booby-trapped with obstacles and popular misconceptions. In the meantime, the growing efforts by governments in this country and abroad to ban people from buying a transportation technology that has shaped modern society for the past century is prompting some electric car advocates to warn against using best-case scenarios to promote unrealistic expectations. Means they're selling you a bill of goods. Okay? They're trying to sell you an outhouse when there's a toilet inside that works. Uh, Unrealistic expectations about the practicalities, costs, and payoffs for EVs. Adding up the environmental costs and benefits of electric cars requires complex computer modeling to calculate an EV's lifetime carbon footprint, which depends on a host of assumptions and inputs. The cradle-to-grave dialysis, analysis rather, must factor in industrial processing, refining, manufacturing, recycling, and electricity generation. And you know where electricity comes from, right? Yeah, that's right. That has a carbon footprint too. Comes from coal many times. Yes, coal. I don't know why this country won't go heavily on nuclear energy. I really don't understand it. Clean, efficient, nothing wrong with it. And it's, no, it's not the same as making nuclear bombs. The left doesn't understand that. But there's something very evil about those nuclear power plants. Uh And again, there's been accidents years and decades ago, but it is a really safe alternative, I think. And I've done some reading on it. The upshot more greenhouse gases are emitted in the manufacture of EVs than by the drilling, refining, smelting, and assembly for gas-powered cars. Did you hear what I said? It has a bigger carbon footprint, making an EV, than making another car, a regular gas-powered car. Mm. This means you take several years of driving an EV before there is any benefit to the climate. Well, that's reassuring. They never said, Biden never says anything about that. Neither does Al Gore or John Kerry. Of course, John Kerry's too busy throwing medals away, pretending to be important, looking like Lurch, and probably, probably... eating way too much Grey Poupon. He looks like a guy who would ask for Grey Poupon. Really, he does. And that's not a compliment. Uh, The linchpin of the EV revolution is California's 100% ban on the sale of new gas-powered cars, SUVs, and light trucks, which is scheduled to go into full effect in 2035. Sounds kind of like a long way away. It's 13, well... That's about 12 years away now, but think it's already 2022, and you're probably, too, how the hell did we get to 2022? It's so quick. 30, 2035 will be here just that quick, if not quicker, and is expected to be adopted by other states because the dumb starts in California, and then somehow bleeds out. It's it's amazing to me. That's why I call Mark uh, California Marxifornia. Uh, California's mandate includes a phased-in uh, ban on the sale of new hybrids, which only recently were considered technological marvels. Californians will restrict the sale, or California will restrict the sale of plug-in hybrids to just 20% of total EV sales, uh, a significant cap for lower uh, low-emission vehicles that are nearly as popular with environmentally conscious Californians as all electric vehicles. But again, we don't care what the people want, do we leftists? Within the past several years, GM, Volvo, and other major car makers have vowed to zero out gas-powered cars. Amid a growing consensus of European nations and with China, of course the Chinese, India and Canada announcing plans to restrict or ban the sale of cars with gas tanks. So if if they stop selling them, Eventually, the used ones will be older and older, harder to repair. You won't be able to find parts. Hell, they may legislate that at a certain age, a car has to be taken down and destroyed. Who knows what these idiots will come up with. You're going to have to have an electric vehicle if you want to go anywhere. And it's going to cost a lot more than a regular vehicle. And it won't be as reliable. won't have the distance. The batteries are horrifically... uh, Terrific uh, pollutants to the environment. They're horrible. Cobalt, lithium, not good for the environment. So you need to go and and read this article uh, from real clear investigations. There's a lot, lot more here. The point is that electric vehicles are being sold as a godsend. They're not. They cost much more. The, The range... I did a story on, on the Daily Gator not too long ago. Uh, it was a car magazine, and they did a test, these two guys, about the new F-150 Lightning, their electric truck. And beautiful truck, has huge battery up front. You can put some luggage in there, and it runs on electricity. It says it has a range of 300 miles. Now, it does cost quite a bit more than the regular F-150 that's gas-powered, but it sells itself they say because hey look at 300 mile range so the guy took it him and his buddy and they were going to go pick up a uh, a vehicle and tow it back right so use a truck to tow with that's why people buy trucks many times is to tow with them pull things uh, heavy loads load the bed down whatever So that 300-mile range got drastically reduced once you add the 1,500 pounds he was towing. And he had mapped out where he could charge the vehicle on his route. And, yeah, he plugged it in, and I think about 75 miles left on the charge, it said. And they have an estimated time that shows up when you start charging. There's an estimate, like on your phone or something, you know, 86 percent full or whatever. But the the pro- prognosis from the, the electric vehicle itself was that uh, he only had about 17 hours, and the charge would be complete. Then he could go 300 miles, but he couldn't because he was towing. You see how this quickly begins to be a gigantic pain in the ass and a a gigantic fail, really. But read this article at Real Clear Investigations. Before you consider electric vehicle, you know, if they worked great, that'd be great. We didn't even get into them them catching on fire sometimes. We didn't get into a lot of things. And yes, the government's already, just so you feel secure, the government's already looking at ways when they don't have gas-powered cars anymore, to tax the electricity you're charging your wonderful electric vehicle with. Oh, they're going to take your money. Because they're the government, my friends. They're the government. Now, Red State had a piece. This was uh, also in October. Uh, I really kept intending to do one of these, two of these, three of these along, and I just didn't. Uh, Too many things going on with... uh, uh, you know, taking care of my mom's medical stuff, and she was in a the hospital there for a while. Just, things just add up and take your time away. Uh, but Red State had a good piece uh, about the Army Secretary uh, championing, championing what's important with our military, which apparently, according to them, was making marginalized communities feel included. Yes. If you're a marginalized community, we need to help you feel better. uh, Alex Parker wrote this back on October the 17th. In times past, he wrote a historical refrain echoed across America was, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. John F. Kennedy, who'd never be accepted by the Democrats of today. And nowhere was that directive more fittingly employed than any armed forces. In, past, in the past two years, however, the quote's relevance appears to have waned, to say the least, since the advent of our national defense, pride and sacrifice have ruled the day. The idea was pretty straightforward. When you sign up to serve, you give up your individuality, you become an instrument to be used by the government in whatever ways it sees fits. You surrender yourself to a system which views you as a number uh, no different than the person next to you, and demands you complete conformity by participating in such a program. Many young Americans have discovered the virtue of things called discipline, the reward of diligence, and the result of self and the resultant self uh, self respect and earned merit. These days, though, it seems everyone should do the opposite of that suggested by John F. Kennedy. Our new dictate? Demand what your country MUST do for you. Apropos of the radical uh, reversal, Secretary of the Army Christine Wormuth recently laid out a Defense Department priority. During the Association of the Army's annual conference, she asserted the branch isn't woke. It's just focused on diversity equity and inclusion that word equity it's like you never heard it a couple three years ago now you can't you can't talk to anybody who's woke without it coming up she said in terms you know uh, soldiers coming from um, marginalized communities or, you know, demographics that are not while, uh, widely represented in the Army. That's part of why we've got to emphasize positive command climates and inclusion. Now, that statement is is can be described anyways. Babbling bullshit would be one of them. You're absolutely right. She didn't really say anything until the end. And what she what she said all that to say was we're going to emphasize getting people who don't look like people who are in the army today. Now, nothing wrong with people in the army and armed services. Trust me, work at an airport for years. i met a lot of them. Incredibly respectful people. Incredibly respectful, polite. I mean, just just people who you want to be around, people you want to support. And all the the American people support them. Believe me, I don't remember anyone seeing at my bar that paid for their meal or at any table who paid for their meal if they were in military uniform. In fact, you had several people coming up to me. Hey, can I buy this guy's lunch over here at his table? And I said, well, let me go get the waitress. She can give you the ticket. And people at the bar, hey, I had three or four people once arguing over one guy they wanted to pay. And someone else had already paid for his lunch. Incredible respect. Of course, Team Biden wants to destroy that. But what is woke, anyway? Yeah, we know it's to be awake. Uh, but uh, back to the, to the Army Secretary. You know, we get criticized, frankly, sometimes for being woke. I'm not sure what woke means. I think woke means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Why the hell I go to a British accent at the end of that? I don't know. My brain is quicker than my mouth. Quicker than thinking of of what I'm going to do, I just do it. You're welcome, America. If woke means the branch is inattentive to war fighting, you know, actual what Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines do, uh, or readiness, she said. That doesn't reflect what she sees at installations all around the country or overseas when she visits them. Okay, she sees we're we're prepared and ready and all of that. I don't know if she's the right person to ask if our military is truly prepared. I think I, I don't know if she knows. She might actually not know what the hell it means. So, the army isn't so woke. It's just nice but i think you know we do have a wide range of soldiers in our army and we've got to make them all feel included and that's why a lot of our diversity equity and inclusion programs are important uh you have to treat people right there's a difference is it different to get a job or to join the air force marines navy army coast guard I guess Space Force too should be included. It's a difference, okay? You're, it's not just a job. The military is different in ways, and I, I think she's forgetting that if she ever knew it. Uh, the Washington Examiner had a uh, had a uh, tweet about this, and Secretary of Army Christine Wormoth gets heated while explaining the importance how crucial diversity, equity, and inclusion programs are for soldiers. And we'll see if I can play this for you if the volume is turned up enough. Uh, Here we go. You see, I'd already quoted some of these things or most of what she said. But when you look at a woman, you you walk in to a business and you see a lady sitting there at the, the front desk, she looks like a nice lady who talked at the front desk to go see her dentist, doctor, uh, a mechanic, whatever. She doesn't look like a military person. It's not dressed like a military person. And I don't think she takes the military uh seriously enough. I don't think she grasps the difference between military and civilian. I really don't. And that's not the kind of person that should be the Army Secretary, quite frankly. Just uh, not what we need. Uh, now, military.com had a little piece here. Uh, In the effort to increase enlistment, the Army has just announced it will amend its body fat requirement. And I know the Army did not meet its recruiting goal last year and and that's that's terrifying quite frankly because there's always been a lot of people joining the military they want to serve they may get benefits too but they want to serve and they're very proud to be in the military and of course team biden has tried to destroy that too because they they screw up everything they touch they're true communists uh but from military.com the army will ignore a soldier's weight, a sharp swerve from the decades of history where troops were evaluated based on the dreaded tape test that tracked body dimensions. But there's a catch. Troops can skirt the standards only if they score highly on the fitness test. Now, you would think if someone does well on the fitness test, they're probably going to be a fit person, but what's involved in the fitness test? That would be my question right there. Soldiers who score at least 540 on the Army Combat Fitness Test or ACFT will be exempt from having their body fat measured. That high score effectively guarantees the soldier is physically fit, excelling in exercises including deadlifting, a lot of weight, and running a fast two miles, among others. The maximum score on the fitness test is 600. That doesn't sound too bad to me. But I don't trust this administration to do anything right. I don't trust that they're really going to hold high standards. That's my problem with this. I just don't trust Team Biden. I don't think the people behind Team Biden, whoever's really running the show, and it's not Joe, okay? It's it's not uh, Joe Biden. It's not President Mumbles. He's He's not doing it. He's picking out ice cream flavors. That's about it. And getting angry and giving angry speeches. And sniffing children's hair. Stop the sniffing, Joe, for God's sake, man. I mean, it's one thing you go to someone's house you don't know. There are dogs sniffing all over you. Dogs do that. Sometimes cats do too. But dogs especially. Yes, smell is so important to a dog. But imagine going to the White House now. You would have to read Dr. Joe Biden the fashion fashionista she is, apparently. And then you'd have to worry about the dog sniffing you. Then there's Joe sniffing you. I mean, no, I just wouldn't accept an invitation to the White House right now. I'll wait till Trump's back in or DeSantis is there. Please, God, please, God, please, God, let... Do not let Biden in for another term. Please, no Kamala Harris. For, for your sake, Lord, for God's sake, please don't do that to us. Don't let us do that to ourselves. How to inj- interject a quick prayer to the Lord above uh, because we don't want another Democrats. Okay. We don't. Have you seen the country and compared January 20th, 2021 to now? Yeah. Everything is screwed up. Supply chains now the trains may not run. God help us, because the Democrats damn sure won't want. And now, my friends, uh, this is from the state of Virginia, and I had a great idea since I live in Virginia now. You have the the, the shirts out. Uh, don't don't California my Texas things like that. You know Virginia is the home of Washington, Madison, Monroe. Uh, Patrick Henry, uh, Hot Light Horse Harry Lee. Uh, who did I miss? So many from the great state of Virginia. Really, Virginia is maybe the key estate in building this this great constitutional republic. So a T-shirt that said, "I thought about this when Glenn Youngkin won the the uh, the uh, governor's seat and." Uh, the Republicans took back the, the uh, state Senate, I had this idea about a t-shirt. Let's make Virginia, Virginia again. In other words, go back to our roots, and hopefully we can do that uh, across the whole country. But I think that'd be a good good t-shirt for Virginia. But anyway, the Virginia Democrat, a Virginia Democrat, has introduced a bill Criminalizing parents who, can you guess? Well, this is a Democrat, so understand that. She's pretty radical from from the appearances here. But her bill would punish or could severely punish parents who don't affirm their child's gender identity. By the way, she's not an American-born person. I believe she was born in Peru, if I'm correct. Uh, Brittany Hughes wrote this at MRC TV. And that's scary, is what it is. That sounds like a power mad politician that's going to force parents to raise children the way she thinks the children should be raised. And that is not the job of politicians at all, ever. And we'll get into that, my friends, right after I take a little break here. So here you go Elizabeth Guzman is the individual in the Virginia legislature that uh, back on October of last year, they were, or this year rather, they were pushing uh, this idea. Again, Delegate Elizabeth Guzman, Democrat, like I had to add that she's a Democrat, has reintroduced a bill originally proposed in 2020 in the Virginia House that would expand the state's definition of child abuse. Now, if you're a parent and you're you're reading this, and you're thinking, what could that mean? Well, it means someone has crosshairs on you, mom and dad, Uh, basically, is what it means. But the state's definition of child abuse would be expanded to include not affirming a child's gender identity or sexual orientation. Okay, what's the parameters? Because little kids pretend to be all kind of things. You know, so does that mean if you're out in public and, and your little boy says he wants to wear a dress or whatever and and the wrong person hears you saying, now you're a boy, boys wear don't wear dresses, uh, can they report you? And this sounds like a, a very broad spectrum of things could fall into this category. And this woman who's extremely arrogant. I saw her interviewed on TV last month and she was dripping with sarcasm and and arrogance and this condescending tone that so many many leftists have. They just, you're not smart enough to understand their brilliance, that kind of thing. Uh, But anyway, again, it would expand the definition of child abuse to include not affirming a child's gender identity or sexual orientation, or orientation, rather, excuse me, it would threaten parents who go against the left's LGBTQ line. And you know what that is. It's gender identity and transitioning are wonderful things. It's, It's almost like a fad right now. And the numbers of people, quote, children identifying as trans has jumped way up. And you know how children can be influenced into some kind of fad. I mean, fads are a part of this history. From hula hoops to, uh, you know, uh, the talk to me Elmo doll, to all kinds of things that children have embraced. And a couple of months after they get their toy a year, they don't even play with it anymore. They're children, okay? That's the way children are now this would apply even in their own homes so i guess if your neighbor was a a transgender karen and saw you telling your your daughter she had to wear a dress to go to sunday school because little girls should wear dresses but and the little girl said something like, well i feel like a boy they could report you sure it sounds crazy but again it may sound crazy but who are we dealing with now? The Lunatic Fringe? The left passed up the Lunatic Fringe a long time ago. They're miles down the Looney road now. I mean, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? They passed that one a long time ago, too. Guzman, who represents the 31st District of Virginia, uh compromising parts comprising rather parts of prince william and farquois county (laughs) i can't say that word i'm sorry it always comes out like i'm saying something dirty when i'm not good lord but anyway we're talking about the some of the wacko areas of virginia uh said she intentionally filed the bill in response to republican governor glenn youngkin's new policy stating that public school employees cannot listen to what he banned. Listen to what Governor Glenn Youngkin left his outrage over this. Listen to what he did, if you weren't aware. He basically said, uh, public school employees can't hide information about a student's gender identity with their parents. Did you hear that? They can't hide things about the kid From the parents. What kind of lunatic would say you can hide things from parents of small children? Seriously. They're the parents. They're more important than schools. Yes, I know. That's how a teacher's union wants to kill me now. Eh, They probably wanted to kill me before. Uh, But then again, it's a teacher's union. Like most unions, uh, POS comes to mind. Figure it out. so he, he deemed that new policy stating the public school employees can't hide information about a student's gender identity with their parents and must disclose any changes to a child's name. You think a parent might need to know that and what the hell's going on? Oh, pardon me. Uh, duh, 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 gender identity with their parents must disclose any changes to a child's name, pronouns, or prefer gender with parents before implementing those changes at school because some schools were allowing kids to change all this stuff and mommy and daddy don't need to know. I'm going to tell you something, folks. About 98% of the time when an authority figure from a school says things like mommy and daddy don't need to know, it's going to be very bad for the child. Very bad for the child. Sounds like something a child molester would say. Mommy and daddy, don't need to know. Tell me it doesn't. And if you're one of these knee-jerk people who want to make trans kids more prevalent somehow, makes you feel better because you were transsexual, that everyone has to be now, or as many people as possible makes you feel better, if you don't feel that comfortable with yourself, that's your problem. It ain't mine. It ain't these kids. And you need to keep your damn dirty hands off of them. Period. And you damn sure better respect their parents. And if you don't, you're the one that should be facing some jail time, maybe, if you want to stick your nose in family business. Uh, Guzman told local reporters that under her new legislation, parents, parents would be investigated by the police and the state's CPS Child Protective Services Agency if they're suspected... Of committing the apparently what she thinks should be a crime not affirming their child's preferred gender or sexuality also if they make their kids eat broccoli more than one time a month (sighs) she even bragged that uh, investigation by itself could ruin a person's employment or education uh, education opportunities Sounds like a real nice lady, doesn't it? It sounds like a real quality human being right there. That's, uh, that's terrifying. In other words, the state gets to raise your kids, basically. Or else. Two, two little words, six letters, two words. Or else. Sounds very Marxist, doesn't it? Sounds like something a Nazi or a Marxist would embrace. So I guess Ms. Guzman, I don't know which one she is, but apparently she's leaning heavily toward the fascist, uh, communist way of doing things. Again, raise your kids as we tell you, or we'll destroy your life. And anyone living in your home, basically. Including the kids Guzman is claiming to protect. WJLA reported that, uh, what could the penalties be? This I remember watching this interview, this gentleman reporter asked this lady, what could the penalties be? Um, this damn page keeps jumping. What could penalties be if the investigation concludes that a parent is not quote affirming of their LGBTQ child? What could the consequences be? Uh, that's Seven News WJLA TV. JLA, a TV reporter, Nick Mincock, asked Guzman on Thursday. And this is her answer. And this is, if you have seen this clip, her arrogance is, is absolutely saturates every word. Well, we first have to complete an investigation. Uh, Guzman answered. It could be a felony. It could be a misdemeanor, but we know that CPS charge could harm your employment. Hint, hint. Could harm their education. Hint, hint. Uh because nowadays many people do a CPS uh, database search before offering employment. In other words, we have we have ways of finding you out if you don't toe the line just as we want you to toe the line. Wow, uh, the leftist lawmaker then suggested that because not affirming a child's gender identity, Again, this page is jumping for some reason. Come on, MRC TV. What the hell? But anyway, uh, so that, she says not affirming a child's gender identity is tantamount to abuse. So it's almost like you beat your kid or something, or don't feed them, or don't let them sleep. You 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 actually are abusing your child if you don't affirm their gender identity. I suppose is what she's really saying uh the only parents who could possibly have a problem with her proposal therefore are what they're abusers so even having a question or commenting negatively eh, she wants to call you an abuser for that that's that's the smear campaign how it works we're going to tell you how to do something and if you argue it's going to look real bad for you even if you're not doing anything wrong you're still going to be doing something wrong get the hint you better get the hint uh, openly stating the law is there to tell you the do's and don'ts of how to raise your own kids. And apparently, Ms. Guzman thinks she's going to be the parent person here in Virginia. She's going to tell you how to raise your kids or else. Again, that's what she suggested, that not affirming a child's gender identity is tantamount to abuse. The only parents who could possibly have a problem with her proposal are abusive ones. Openly stated, the law is there to tell you the do's and don'ts of raising your child. This is not a bill that will agitate parents because we haven't seen any parents to come against it. She went on, adding that the new law would be educating parents. Ah, re-education camp time. Because the law tells you the do's and don'ts, So the law is telling you do not abuse your children because they are LGBTQ and she's going to decide what that is. That's not statism. Of course, she's doing it for you, you stupid parents, you stupid, unqualified, unprepared parents. She's going to correct you. She's going to put on her super Karen cape, come to your house and tell you how to raise your kids or else. Maybe she'll tell you what kind of video games they you they can have. Maybe she'll then tell you how how many video games they can have, how long they can play a day, how many times they can go outside and play, how many times they have to go outside and play, what they have to eat, how often they have ice cream. I mean, what else would she not be uh, not be thinking? She's qualified to do more than parents. I'm going to be honest with you, Ms. Guzman. I don't think you're qualified to shovel camel shit at the zoo. Quite frankly it would probably be way too intellectually taxing for you. But that's just my opinion. Uh, Guzman then even claimed that the Bible... No, she didn't claim she wrote the Bible. She may one day. She'd have to correct all of God's mistakes, of course. Good Lord. Talk about out-of-control ego. Hey, God, I want to fix your stuff down here, okay? Don't make me come up there. And a thunderous voice answering, Oh, don't worry, you're not headed up here. Trust me. Uh Guzman even claimed the Bible supports bills like hers because scripture says to accept everyone for who they are. That's an incorrect claim which they which many theologians would easily take issue with. The Bible says to accept everyone for who they are, she claimed. So that's what I tell them when they ask me that question and that's what I will continue to tell people. God has sent her apparently. Boy, this woman may be headed to the funny farm sometime. Good Lord. She's full of herself. Uh, you know, we have all we all have a commitment to God. What about atheists? They don't believe in God. You going you gonna to lock them up too? You had a concentration camp in mind for them, Miss Guzman? Monster. Very interesting, my friends. This lady's ego is in the stratosphere. We all have a commitment to God. And for those believers out there, we know that there's life after life. And there's going to be a conversation between that person and God. And I'm sure she'll think she's going to set God straight. Uh, And that's what we're here after. To go by what the Bible says. It's not my job to judge anyone. It is my job to help people. Now, she's a liberal Democrat, obviously. I'd say leftist Democrat which really, I should just say Democrat anymore. Uh, is she saying she wants a, a, uh, a church run state? Because she's uh, saying that people should go by what the Bible says. Doesn't that make her a, uh, you know one of those uh, religious fanatics? Wouldn't that qualify her? and she says it's not my job to judge anyone it's my job to help people we're here to help you just take the big green pill you'll feel much better soon I swear oh terrifying that these people actually exist our actual job is of course is to represent the people of her congressional district uh, in the Virginia State House but uh, I don't know and I hope, 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 hope uh, such a law never goes anywhere. This is evil. This woman is evil. She is ang- she's not angry. The word I'm looking for is arrogance. Her arrogance is smothering. What I saw on the, the TV interview and listened to it and and then reading. She is, I would say, a, a dangerous person. Her ego is that big. So full of herself she is, my friends. And that concludes my yakking for the day. Uh, getting close to an hour again. I just can't shut up. But I'm here to help you. God told me. God sent me to help you. I'm like Miss Guzman. So you better raise your kids right or else I'll sick the authority on you. Uh, But thank you for listening, my friends. God bless you. Good morning. Good evening. Good night. Whatever you listen, I appreciate it. Share it with your friends. Pass it around. Share it on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, If you have a TikTok account, I I wouldn't. But remember to flip China off when you're on TikTok somehow and share my my, uh, podcast. Uh, I may actually do a a special one dedicated to the Chi-Com bastards. Yes, I said Chi-Com bastards. Because communists are all bastards. And I don't mean their parents weren't married. I mean they're the bastard in the other sense of being a bastard. The Gavin Newsom sense of of being a bastard. Or the Bloomberg or any statist uh, like Guzman here. Statists are bastards. It's just that way. Good night, good morning, all that, my friends. Remember, three golden rules to life, just three. Go Gators. Yeah, can't wait till next year. We'll be better. Uh, God bless America. And yes, if you're left, you just ain't right. And if you're uh, Miss Guzman friend of Virginia House, get some help, woman. Seriously, get some help. Okay, Karen, thank you very much. I'll be back uh, should be back on uh, tomorrow my friends to another one of these. I'm planning on it. No promises yet till I get a very set schedule and manage to get my my other schedules liked up so lined up so I can I can do that. But take care. Be good to your kids. Be good to each other. And God bless America as always. Take care my friends.